Hey guys, welcome back to Questions from the Millennial Next Door with Jessica Gray. We talk about the things that we as millennials wonder about late at night. The things that come up when we're done being assertive, 100% confident, and totally cool, and let the curious parts of ourselves ask what they want to ask. This is episode three. Am I doing okay? Here's a question I know we all ask. Am I doing okay? It pops up at inconvenient times, usually when someone we love is sharing good news with us. Your buddy gets a promotion at work. Are you still doing okay? Your best friend buys a house while you're still slumming it in a puny apartment with weird tile in the bathroom. Are you still doing okay? A friend gets engaged. You discover the lazy one in your college group makes twice as much as you do. Are you still doing okay? There are dozens of articles that say that the answer is a resounding yes. And they talk to you about how you shouldn't compare yourself to others. That comparing your weaknesses to their strengths is unfair. These things are true but they only make you feel marginally better at the time, and they don't set you up any better for when that feeling eventually comes back. The truth is that that friend might always be better than you at X, whatever X is. He might even be better than you when you compare across a dozen different aspects of life. The approach that these articles take is to control and disarm, and I think it is short-sighted. It takes the question as a given and tries to answer it. It meets it on equal ground and assumes it is a question worth answering. But what if it isn't? Maybe am I doing okay isn't a question we should try and answer. Maybe this question is something we just need to understand. What is its habitat? Where does it like to appear? And what really creates it? Instead of answering the question, think of it as a flag that gives you information about yourself. What is causing you to question yourself? That's the approach we'll take here. So what is the habitat of am I doing okay? Am I doing okay is a question that lives only in one place. It lives in the part of your mind that is insecure, vulnerable, and scared. And the important thing to realize is that no one makes objective, clear decisions when they are feeling insecure, vulnerable, and scared. In this state of mind, you are more likely to make logical mistakes when evaluating your situation. Comparing your insides to someone's outsides is one kind of mistake. Overgeneralizing is another, where you assume the current state of affairs is going to be true forever into the future. And there are many more. I think that realizing you are in a reality distortion field because of your emotional state is important to combating all the faulty thoughts your mind will throw at you. In an insecure state, you are also starting at a net negative point and will require the pendulum to swing more than halfway to feel normal again. So any argument you have with yourself to try and make yourself feel better is going to feel like an uphill climb. If we were incredibly wise creatures, we'd put a bookmark in this and realize we should return to it when we're in a calmer state. Since that's probably wishful thinking, at least being aware of these two things happening will help us from overreacting. Another interesting question about am I doing okay, perhaps the more interesting question, is what drives it into our minds? What has really happened between the moment before the conversation with my friend when I was feeling just fine and the moment after they made their announcement? I think we often get mad at ourselves when we ask this question, like we know one small thing shouldn't hold so much power over us. How can one achievement make us feel like losers in comparison? My thought is that we have such a strong reaction to what seems like such a small trigger because it's not really about that seemingly small trigger. 
Standing behind that small trigger is the vast general feeling of uncertainty about how life will play out. And that's a gigantic trigger worthy of a strong reaction. For me, at least, it's not about a friend getting a promotion or a raise. It's about the fear that I will never get that promotion or that raise, or that it will take me an incredibly long time to get there, during which my friends will get to even loftier achievements that I'll never reach. It's not that I need to live in the 2,000-square-foot house today that my friend bought. It's that I want to know that one day in the reasonable future that I will get to live in a 2,000-square-foot house too, if I want to. So the real fear is uncertainty of the unknown. And when we're asking, what did he do to deserve that? What did I not do to be left behind? What we're really trying to do is gain control over this situation. Thinking, if we can nail down what factored into the achievement, then we can ensure that we gain that achievement for ourselves and write our future in black and white. Sometimes uncertainty isn't the only thing. Sometimes I think ego is at play. You'll know it's at play if you're asking a variant of what does he have that I don't. Or maybe you feel an intense sense of disbelief, like you can't believe Bucktooth Sally, who slept through all her classes, is now on the Forbes richest list. I think there are usually two incorrect beliefs about the world that foster this egotistical reaction. One is that merit is everything. You basically believe deep down that life is a classroom and if you show more of some skill being judged, you should get the higher grade and that your reward should be given at the same time or sooner than the other person. Calling that out may be helpful because when you take a step back, it's obvious that there are so many other aspects that go into an achievement. Being at the right place at the right time is huge. Having a friend or mentor or boss who pushes for you is huge. Liking different things than you and thus being in a field that's growing faster or finding a person that meshes perfectly because their interests are more likely to find a fit with another person is huge. It comes back to control. You don't have 100% control. Stop trying to grab it and focus on the 65% of life you do control. The second mistake people let pass is assuming that the things they value are in fact an accurate reflection of what the rest of the world values. Bucktooth Sally is definitely dumber than you. You know it. She knows it. So how did this happen? Maybe Bucktooth Sally is really great with people or has a fantastic listening ear which in your eyes should have made her a struggling therapist but instead helped her make a friend of her powerful boss who then mentored her into being a top executive. Guess what? You should be humbled and happy that Sally's story taught you to reevaluate your view of the world, since it obviously was not accurate. And she also reminded you that extraneous things like having buck teeth are just little petty things you've tried to force into the calculation where they really don't belong. To me, these are the important things to understand about your emotional situation when the question, am I doing okay, pops into your mind. Understanding what's really behind the question and treating it as a flag of these deeper things can help you turn what would ordinarily devolve into a self-pity session into a tool to help you dig deeper into your values. And I know that it's hard to ignore a question that's being posed because we have spent years and years being told to raise our hands eagerly in class. So if you like, substitute am I doing okay with a different question that's actually worth answering. Am I doing better now than I was six months, a year, or two years ago? And if the answer is no in the aspect of your life you are thinking about, ask yourself if it is an acute reason that will reset 
or a long-term set of drivers you should unpack and slowly change. Imagine every thought is like a car that drives up to you on the side of the road. The next time you hear yourself asking, am I doing okay? Just let that thought drive off without you. Don't get in the car. Just think about all the things it's flagging for you. Get in a car that's on a path that's more constructive. And congratulate Bucktooth Sally on a job well done. She deserves it, even if you aren't sure why just yet.